Welcome to Glow Radio. This is the Rich Bitch Academy for all baddies who want to glow the fuck up. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a wealth astrologer and business coach for luxury entrepreneurs. You can expect raw and unfiltered conversations about how to embrace a rich CEO mindset. We will discuss everything including business, astrology, manifestation, human design, and more. It's time to break off limiting beliefs and free your best self. Let's secure the bag. Before we get into the episode, I want to invite you to join the Creator Baddie Movement, where baddies learn how to create a life full of wealth and freedom by selling good shit with good energy. So the truth is that so many driven entrepreneurs struggle with figuring out the steps to create content that actually sells luxury high ticket offers. You might be feeling burnt out from creating content or you might feel paralyzed with fear and overwhelmed and have no idea how to start with your content. Wherever you are right now, I'm here to help you get closer to your dream life. Stop wasting time attempting marketing strategies that aren't aligned with your purpose. What you will learn inside Creator Baddie is not a cookie cutter sales technique, as you will learn how to find your secret sauce using your astrology and human design and expand your business in a way that feels 100% right for you. This is suitable even if you are a new entrepreneur and have no idea what type of business you want to start yet, as you will learn how to craft your offer and sell according to your strengths. These sales and business skills are applicable to any type of industry. And if you are a more experienced entrepreneur, you will learn how to improve your content strategy to make luxury sales more seamlessly. You will learn my proven DNA content strategy that converts your target audience into paying customers, and this should take you less than an hour a day to implement. You will also get a clear step-by-step launching framework that can be customized to your human design type. So if you want to join the Creator Baddie movement, we welcome you with open arms. Make sure to click the link in the description to learn more. Oof, baddies. Today I am fired up and I'm so just passionate about talking about this topic, which we are going to speak about today, which is about resilience as an entrepreneur. I'm going to be going up over the 10 things about entrepreneurship that no one talks about or like I don't hear a lot. Not enough people talk about this. And the reason I'm so fired up is because I get so many comments on my TikTok mostly sometimes on my Instagram, where people tell me that they have these ideas for businesses and they just feel stuck and they're like not moving forward. And that just makes me so like passionate about teaching what I'm teaching because I want to remind you that no one knows the future for certain. You're not going to know the next step in your journey if you don't take action, if you don't practice trial and error, if you don't make some mistakes to learn from them, and if you don't experiment. And so many people are stuck in this like square one, like where they don't even know anything yet. They don't even know the next step. They haven't even started. And the reason why you're not clear is because you haven't taken action. And the purpose of this podcast episode is just to tell you 
how the journey of entrepreneurship can be filled with different ebbs and flows, ups and downs. And it doesn't mean that you need to hustle or grind yourself to death in order to make your business successful. That is not what we are about here. But this is just a reminder that even when you don't hustle and grind, there are still challenges. You know, there are different types of challenges that can come up in your business. And you need to realize that just because things can be challenging at one point in time, it doesn't mean that you should give up. So let's jump into the 10 things that no one talks about regarding entrepreneurship. The first thing is that how you can be rejected by 50 plus leads before landing your first client, or you might be ghosted by like 100 people before landing that next client of yours. And it gets easier once you build your confidence, but you need to realize that rejection is part of the process. I just remember when I was first starting out this business as a coach, and in the beginning I was doing like relationship coaching and then I pivoted towards business coaching. I hopped on a lot of sales calls. Like I think I hopped on at least like 30 calls before I landed my first paid client. And even at that point, like, the clients I was working with weren't necessarily 100% aligned. And this is where I move into point number two, is how you will potentially work with many unaligned nightmare clients before discovering what it is you really want in a client and how to set boundaries. Like this is a whirlwind process. And now just learning what I know now, I teach my clients like you don't need to necessarily hop on sales calls in order to land clients if that's something that you don't enjoy doing because at this point like I no longer do discovery calls sales calls everyone usually just signs up right away because I attract the type of client who is a self starter they take initiative all the information is already always on my website and sometimes I'll have some DM conversations but it doesn't take up a lot of my time because that's just simply not the way I enjoy running my business. So it comes down to like how you enjoy running your business. And I think in the beginning, it's quite like beneficial to hop on these sales calls because you can practice having conversation. You can practice kind of like your sales skills. I know that kind of sounds like a like what is the word like people think of sales and they think of like a sleazy salesman but that's not what it's about you know when you have good shit to offer you need to sell it like no one is going to know about it unless you sell it and if you have good shit to offer that is helping other people it would be doing the world a disservice if you don't sell your product so that's a little bit about the process of landing clients customers you know it takes effort and it takes resilience it takes you like being persistent and seeing where to pivot you know if you're not able to land the clients it obviously means that there's something that you can shift maybe the way that you are communicating and this is exactly what i teach my students inside my creator baddie program how to communicate in a way to reach your ideal target audience so those are the first two things moving on to number three is how the more your online following grows, the more people will tell you that they hate you and how they think that you're the worst page on the internet. 
I get a lot of weird fucking comments, you know, sometimes they're just like straight up haters and I'm just like, you don't get it, delete, block. But sometimes like I'll tell you about one I got the other day that just really threw me off. It wasn't like really a hate comment, but this girl was paying so much attention to my toe in my photo. So I have like this small photo of me in the link in my bio on my TikTok page. And she's literally saying like, it seems like your toe is kind of outside of your pantyhose. You know, you owe it to yourself to have a better photo and you're beautiful. You have that Leo. Like it was just a weird ass fucking comment. I know when I say this, you guys are probably going to go to the link in bio and look at that photo. <laughs> but I am not like, I'm not going to take that photo down because I enjoy it. And I just think that's a weird fucking comment. Like, why would someone look so closely at my fucking toe? And she was saying, like, oh, it would be better if you're not sitting in front of the vent or whatever. It's like, it just reminds me of, like, Virgo advice that you didn't ask for. Or maybe this person is, like, a projector and they're giving a critique that no one asked for. But anyway, that was, like, a weird-ass fucking comment. But I also get a lot of hate too. Sometimes it's funny to me because I've overcome so much of my insecurities, my limiting beliefs that they sometimes certain comments just don't trigger me because they're very extreme. But other times my cancer south node acts up and then I get very sensitive. I literally have a body trauma response and it takes me days to recover. But this is all part of the journey. I know that it comes with the territory of being a creator online as you're growing your following and you know it's not sometimes I hear this it just reminded me of this uh interview that Hailey Bieber was in where she was saying like sometimes her haters will be like well you asked for this you know like when you decided this life for yourself and the, her answer I really agree with because she was saying that it's not that we asked for this like no one asked for haters and you know all those negative comments but we know that it comes with the territory so if you are trying to grow a social media page you just got to know that there's gonna be haters no matter what and usually that's a sign that you've made it you know one time I got this comment that someone said I was the absolute worst astrologer on TikTok and I literally laughed out loud because I know I'm a good astrologer. I've seen my work. I've helped so many of my clients at this point. I'm confident in myself, but it just reminds me of how like, you know, when you're first starting out, you might not have that confidence yet. And these comments can really get to you. And they really did get to me in the beginning of my journey. And, you know, sometimes they still get to me now. But you got to remind yourself that you will gain more confidence as you keep going. You're not going to gain confidence by not taking action and sitting around dwelling in whatever you're dwelling on. Confidence comes with action and haters come with the territory. Moving on to number four, how the more product you sell, the more you'll encounter unhappy customers who are angry, even when it's not your fault that they didn't use the product properly, or maybe they were just not a good fit for the product. This, like, when I think of this, I think of going on websites like Sephora, how there's so many different brands on there, and under the reviews, you can see there are certain customers that love the product, they're vouching for it, they're like, hell yes, buy this, don't think twice about it, and under that same product, there could be another person who fucking hates it, you know, they're like, this didn't do shit for me, it was a waste of money, 
and they're angry or are very upset and unhappy about it. So that's also another reminder that the more you sell, the more product, the more services that you sell, the more there's a chance of you encountering unhappy customers. And this is also a part of the journey. Just because someone is unhappy with your work doesn't mean you are on the wrong path. It doesn't mean that you should stop whatever you're doing because there are going to be people out there who do align with your work. And it's your job to reach those people, not reach the people who don't align with you and not try to defend or convince or persuade those people, but to focus on the people who are already part of your tribe, who are aligned. Moving on, number five, how the more people you serve, the more people can project their insecurities onto you instead of taking responsibility for their own actions. And I feel like this is a huge one, especially if you have a line five in your human design profile, because the line five tends to attract these projections from other people. For myself personally, I'm a five one in my human design, and I know that this does happen from time to time, where I get a lot of comments where I can tell right away that someone is projecting their insecurity onto me. And it's frustrating at times. It's annoying because I don't want people to put me on a pedestal. You know, that's something that I had struggled with so much in the past. I found that it was really a tendency for my Pisces Venus to like put these other people on a pedestal. But the more I interacted with successful people who were making a shit ton of money, who were really recognized and well known, the more I realized that everyone is just human. You know, just because someone else has maybe more success than you, more followers, they're making more money, it doesn't make them any better than you, any different than you. You are able to still achieve what they have. And you, you guys are the same. We are all the same. We are all human. And I get a lot of comments sometimes where people like put me on a pedestal and I know that they're doing that and it just bothers me so much. But once again, it's part of the process and it's not your job to save everyone. Number six, how the more money you make, the more your fears and limiting beliefs will come to the surface, making you feel like absolutely shit. And even those fears and beliefs that you thought you overcame already, they will come up again. But you're going to choose to face the darkness time and time again so you can level up. And this is part of the journey. The more success you get, the more money you make, the deeper those subconscious limiting beliefs are going to rise and it's going to be painful you know at times it's going to be hella uncomfortable and that's when you really need to allow yourself to feel all the emotions that you are feeling in order to release them there are there are no emotions that are good or bad emotions are simply are and they can be uncomfortable at times they can be challenging it doesn't mean they are a bad thing it means that you need to learn how to release them and this is why I talk so much about doing the energetic work in all my episodes and all my programs with my students. We focus heavily on the energetic work because you need to overcome your fears, your limiting beliefs. You need to have a process on how to do that whenever they come up or else you're going to be stuck and you're not going to know how to deal with them. And that's why so many people are not moving forward in their business as an entrepreneur because they are stuck in their self-sabotaging tendencies 
tendencies and this is why I always say the energetic work is so so important you need to do the energetic work along with the strategic work in your business moving on to number seven how you continue to invest in yourself even though the last say ten thousand dollars you invested didn't pay off the way you wanted but what's another twenty thousand dollars in debt at this point because you have nothing to lose and you know the support will help you grow this just reminds me of how i watched a tiktok video like a few months ago where this girl was saying that she had dinner with a millionaire and the quote she said that this millionaire told her was that sometimes you need to be willing to lose thousands in order to make millions. And I always say that no money you've invested is ever truly lost because it always gave you something in return. It gave you a lesson, an experience, even if it was a quote unquote mistake, you learned something from it. And I've made so many thousands of dollars of investments in the past that taught me something that I didn't necessarily expect, like the whole lesson of not putting people on a pedestal. I remember in the past, I invested a lot into coaches and programs where I realized that I was putting that coach on a pedestal and the program wasn't exactly right for me because of that. And the lesson I had to learn, which I paid like thousands of dollars for, was to stop putting people on a pedestal. And yes, it was an expensive lesson to learn, but that is the tuition of being an entrepreneur. That is life's tuition. So I always think about those stories, like I often come across these stories like on TikTok or wherever, where like one that comes to mind is this lady that was saying how she had invested like tens of thousands of dollars, like it was a huge number, something like $50,000 to start a business and it failed. Then she ended up going through a divorce, you know, losing a lot of money and then she decided to invest again, you know, at that point she was like $70,000 in debt or something crazy like that. But she succeeded because she decided to try again. And this is the mindset I feel like I've truly been just really learning lately. Just because you invested in something before and it didn't pay off the way that you wanted to, you shouldn't be afraid of investing again. I relate this to like relationships. Let's say you had a few long-term relationships that didn't work out, that really broke your heart. It doesn't mean that you should never date again. It doesn't mean that you should never get in a relationship again. I've talked to you guys before about how I manifested my dream relationship within three months of leaving my long-term toxic 13 real relationship. But I feel like it's the same concept, you know, just because you lost time lost money quote unquote lost when it's not really lost it doesn't mean that you shouldn't try again and this is really part of that abundant mindset where you need to believe that every single dollar you invest is going to come back to you tenfold and even though like i quote unquote lost so much money investing in those programs or whatever at the end of the day i always made it back one way or another it sometimes it wasn't the way that i expected but I'm still here, aren't I, you know? And this is the resilience that you need to develop as an entrepreneur. Moving on to number eight, how it feels fucking scary to step outside of your comfort zone doing something that you've never done before while others judge and criticize you for being a beginner because they were too scared to try. Whenever someone criticizes you, they are definitely projecting their insecurities on you. And don't take advice 
from someone who isn't where you want to be. If they're not even doing what you would want to do, if they're not successful with their own life, if they're not in alignment, why would you take advice from them? And this is like, I have a story around this that I often share where back in the day I had this one ex-friend like we're not friends anymore and I was kind of like starting out on social media at that time I was posting on my snapchat back in the day a lot of people used snapchat the way that Instagram stories are kind of are now and she was telling me that I was talking too much on my snapchat saying that like no one's gonna listen to what you say basically it's meant for like quick little snaps like why are you talking so much on your snaps and I realized it was just like her projecting their her insecurity of maybe not being heard and like wanting to say things and like no one listening. But that actually kept me paralyzed for a long time because someone so close to me at that moment in my life was judging me, was criticizing me. And I was like, if someone so close to me can say these things to me, like I was just so afraid of being judged by other people. And then one day like after accumulation of healing and everything i was like fuck this shit you know i know i'm meant to do what i'm meant to do i know i'm meant to share my message and now look at me i'm using my voice on my social media all the time on my podcast if people don't want to listen to it leave you know it's not my problem if you don't like what i have to say but i know that this is my purpose to share my truth Moving on to number nine, how you will go through moments of deep grieving for old friendships and relationships you needed to let go of because they weren't aligned with you anymore. I think this is a big one I don't often hear people talk about in the entrepreneur world where it's like I've had to let go of so many different friendships like recently just because they weren't aligned with me anymore and I didn't want to keep pursuing them because in a way they were like holding me back. And it's sad because sometimes it's like these people you shared so many memories with back in the day, but you just know it's time to move on. And that one is a really tough one. I feel like maybe I'll have more to say about that later on once like I process a lot more things. But yeah, just know that sometimes you got to let go of certain relationships, even if you were really close for a period of time in your life. Sometimes you got to move on. Now, last one, number 10, how the closest people to you sometimes don't see your vision, but you have so much self-trust in yourself that you keep going even when no one else believes in you. This is a huge one, you know, for entrepreneurs. I feel like this is one that held me back for so long because, you know, my family didn't understand what I was doing. I didn't have a lot of entrepreneur friends at that time or no one that I could really like look up to or get guidance from. And I've just realized that you really need to believe in yourself more than anyone else. Like even if no one else believes in you, you need to be so sure of your dream, of your vision, whatever, whatever it is that you are manifesting, that you will not give up and you know that your success is inevitable. And like it's okay for other people to have doubts and it's okay for yourself to have doubts at times it's a very human thing but you need to know at the end of the day even if you have doubts you are going to keep going so all in all i want to remind you it's okay to feel shitty at times but if you want to be a successful entrepreneur you need to develop resilience not knowing all the answers is not an excuse to not keep going being in debt isn't an excuse to not invest again. 
your family not believing in you isn't an excuse to not choose your own path. Receiving a lot of hate and judgment isn't an excuse to stop sharing your message. Yes, it's challenging as fuck, but this is the journey that you signed up for when you decided to be your own boss. So I'm here to remind you to step into your fucking power. And the reason I'm so good at what I do now is because I constantly remind my clients, my students of their worth, and I refuse to let them fall short of their full potential. And sometimes if we need to burn everything to the ground in order to rise again and have a full tower moment, then we will do that if that's what's needed to be done in order to pivot and to shift towards our goals. I totally see the abundance that is available to every single one of you and you need to see it for yourself. There is truly never a right time to take a leap. It's always going to be scary, but what I am asking you to do is to choose yourself. And my absolute favorite thing is helping people manifest their dream life and really make their dreams into a into reality. And that's what my past clients have told me. Like they've literally told me that I helped them make their dreams a reality. And that truly just warms my heart. Like that is the most fulfilling thing for me. So if you are struggling on your journey right now, just know that you don't need to do it alone. I am here for you. So go click the link in the description to see all the ways that I can support you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Glow Radio. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely take a screenshot, share it on your stories, and tag me at astrobabe1234 so I can make sure to reshare it. And if you want to continue spreading the abundance, definitely go leave a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. Thank you so much, and I'm sending you lots of abundance and love. Mm -hmm.